What's up, everybody? This is Real Talk with Casey and Jojo, and we are season four, episode two, with a special guest, R.L. Malpica. Congrats. Welcome. Um, Thank you so much for being here. So excited. Oh, I'm excited as well. I mean, especially since you threw the little accent on my last name. Too. Malpica. I know it's going to be a good podcast now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had to, Um, you know, because you know why? A lot of the people that watch you on my end right. are Spanish. So when they talk about you, they're like, Malpica. And so that's how I <laughs> that's how I hear it in my head. Oh, so man. that's how I came out. Say it again. RL Malpica. I like that. <laughs> I know, me too. Sounds you need good. to record that or something. I'm gonna use that as like a drop. Like a yeah, when they do idea. that in the music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so tell sure. everybody uh, a little bit about yourself. Like what I know this is a hard question because we not only have we been talking about like who am I? Um right. so many different broad ways, but like what's your story? What is your story? And you know, where are you now? Like, what's your timeline? For sure, for sure. Um, you know. Anybody who's on this path to enlightenment, you know, goes through something, right? There's, there's, there's usually that that moment per se. But for me, like it was kind of like a bunch of moments. Um, you know, I grew up in your typical, you know, religious based household, but it was like multiple religions. Like my my mom and her side of the family were Roman Catholic. Uh, my nanny was like a Lutheran. And my stepdad was a Muslim. So I got like perspective on that from an early age. And that perspective was just a really just a shitload of conditioning. Right. And going through that and also going with some some things that happened within my family, like it wasn't a happy household. My, my mom was always struggling or hurting and her stepdad, you know, was emotionally abusive, physically abusive to her and me. So I became an introvert. You know what I'm saying? I just kind of went into a shell for a good portion of my teenage years um, and and never really felt comfortable with who I was. Um, I'm a deep thinker, a critical thinker, all those different things, but I was never really able to have the confidence to ask any questions or truly figure out this thing called life. So I just went into a shell. Um, Ultimately, you know, met a girl um, who I considered like my, my, my validation of worth and basically became manipulated and controlled by that individual, uh, ended up having a child at 17, uh, graduated high school, grew up way too fast, and never really knew anything about myself until um, uh, uh, another relationship to where, um, once again, I attached my worth to that individual. They took it from me. They broke up with me, crushed my world. And at that moment, that's where I kind of dug myself up through reading. I remember The Secret. That was the first book I read that really kind of started implanting some 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 real knowledge into my head. Um, and my daughter, as she was growing up, like, I mean, she just made me realize that, like, she made me realize I was conditioned. Because I remember I asked her a simple question, right? I asked her a simple question. And I said, and this is what parents do sometimes with their kids. And their kids are like, what the fuck are you telling me this for? <laughs> she was like, I was like, um, you know, she was my best friend. Like she was, 
you know, she was somebody I spent all my time with. And she just looked at me and said, okay, why don't you just go get another friend? And it's so simple, but like it hit me in a, in a very specific way. Like she's, she's totally right. And um, that mixed with, with the secret and just kind of uh, reading more about uh, self-empowerment made me realize my worth. Um, and I just went down that rabbit hole and, and that journey of learning and learning and learning and learning and learning. Um, until ultimately I realized who I truly was. I'm not an introvert. Um, I'm not supposed to be in the show. Um, uh, it's okay to ask questions and you need to ask questions and ultimately formulated who you see today, you know, a person who's on this path to um, enlightenment, to learn more every, every day, every day that I wake up and spread that knowledge to everybody else. I love it. So you, be you became the, um, it's like the uh, what is it? The ugly duckling that becomes the swan. Dude, it, it's it's so <laughs> the fun, transformation. Man. Not that you were not in, not in that sense, but you know what I'm saying as oh, far no, as like no, no, I got you. the introvert to the extrovert. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, it, it's so funny, man, because I it, it coming in. I'm looking on Instagram and I get tagged in something, and it's about <clears throat> going through darkness, right? Mm, yeah, and you know it. You know, when we, in, in the first episode we talked a lot about this and this is the reoccurring theme. It's like, and it's our story. It, it seems to be a recurring theme in these stories is that, you know, our path to enlightenment is usually ignited in our darkest moment. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. yep. And and it's funny how that theme for me today, just the universe showing me that. And then, you know, again, your story, same thing, my story, her story. It, and it's, it's through crazy. relationships, you know, a lot of times. Yeah. 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 yeah it's crazy. That, that's been such a prevalent pattern. Um, oh yeah, but it's no, so I mean, cool. I can, I can relive those moments because, like, they were so impactful at the at the time. Like, and I and I used to write music at that time. So, uh, and I haven't done this in a while. I maybe I'll do that sometime soon. But I have bags full of just like notebooks of of songs, right? And the place I was in at that time, like, I look at those lyrics, and it's like it's crazy how different I was then. And it just makes sense of why I was feeling that and going through that at that time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's exactly what um, he said yesterday. The same, same song, thing. The same, yeah, that was that one. same thing. Yeah. About Ooh, music and so writing cool. music and looking back at it and exactly what you said. That's awesome. <laughs> so wow. cool. recorded history, man. That's it's crazy. It's crazy. Well, you know, we evolve, we move on and. So are you writing now? Do you, do you still want to write? Do you still want to, I know you're writing a book. Is that right? Yes. Yes. Uh, I'm in the process of the book. I, I haven't put any like strict guidelines or deadlines on it. I'm just doing it organically as, as it comes, um, you know, because here's the kicker while I'm writing this book, I'm learning more at the same time. Yeah. So it's yeah. like I start writing and then I'm learning more and it's like, shit, I want to put that in there too. I want to it's put like, that in there too. It's like the key. You unlock stuff as you go, right? Right, right, yeah, yeah. right. And so that's kind of like, you know, I said, you know what? I got a lot of things going on. Let me just let it come organically. Let me continue to learn, build build it up. So when I do finish the book, like it's it's where I want it to be. And they'll all or, or you can have that. a part one, part two, part three, you know? Truth, truth. truth. That's how <laughs> I need we're always to look growing, at it. right? That's how, yeah, that's how I need to look at it for sure. But yeah, eventually, yes, the book, the book will be dropping. Yes. So I'm I'm curious too, because you had mentioned um in your story about you know, your how you grew up, right? Right. And you know, you have a family now, right? Yes. And 
I'm interested to see, hear about how how you grew up and how that affected how you parent your kids. You know what I mean? How you looked at what you received. Because you, I think you're a lot like me in the sense that I did that. Like I had that self-reflective moments with my own family to where it's like, I don't want this for them. Right. And I'm curious to hear what you have to say about that. Man, <laughs> you're going to make me get emotional. Finally. Let's go. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, shit. <clears throat> okay. So like, I didn't receive like much love at all as a kid, like just, just keeping it real. Um, real talk. Yeah. Real talk. Um, like my, my stepdad was just not a good dude. You know what I mean? Like, he had a heart. Don't get me wrong. Like he had a heart, but like his, he was like pulled in so many different directions and, and, and so much on him that he kind of projected that on my mom and, and on me, not so much my little brothers, my little brother's my half brother and that's his kid. Right. So I was the stepchild, you know what I mean? And, mm -hmm. and it, I, I went through that emotional abuse um, for a long, long time. And I also lived within a family that like on my mom's side of the family, they're just cold people. You know what I mean? Like loving. Yeah. They, they, they're loving, but they don't show it. Like they don't show emotion. You know, if you see them, they all got like resting bitch faces, like everybody <laughs> that, that side of the family, they're just cold. Like, you know, Cleveland, Ohio cold. Hey, we, we rust belt blue collar. You know what I'm saying? Like that type of family. Like they ready um, to fight. Right. So you don't yeah. really get a lot of emotion, emotion on that side, right? No affection, I should say. Right. And then on my dad, like my dad was killed when I was three years old. Right. Mm -hmm. So I never even, I got like two memories of him. Right. But his side of the family is small and they're extremely affectionate, extremely loving, but I never really got to see him. You know what I mean? So like I grew up, without any love, without any affection, any of those things. So like as a parent, naturally, it's not like I chose, not like I, I decided, okay, when I have a kid, I'm going to be like this. It's just like, naturally, all I wanted to do was be extremely affectionate and loving to my kids. Like that is, that is probably the biggest, I wouldn't say lesson because I didn't learn it. It just came organically, but that's the biggest thing that I've, I've taken from my childhood to being a parent. Um, especially with my oldest, because I was 17 and it took me a while. Like at first I didn't, I wasn't a great dad. Cause I didn't even know what, I never had a dad. Number one. Um, I didn't have an affectionate family. Um, 17 years old. I have a kid. I don't want to be with her mother because that just want to, I mean, just that's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, just wasn't going to work out basically. You know what I'm saying? And trying to find myself at the same time, like I, I say this all the time, my oldest daughter helped me grow more than I helped her grow um, because that, that was, she was a mirror. She was a straight mirror on me. And um, I learned so much being her parent, trying to guide her with this, this vision of what I thought I, what I thought her life should be and never let her truly be herself. And as she got older, you know, she started coming out into who, who she truly was. And, you know, she's passed me by. I like one of my one of my rap lyrics that that I use is um when I look at my daughter, I see a version of me, but she's a version of me that I could never be. Right. So nice. like 
You know what I'm saying? She looks like me. She acts like me, but she's taking it to that next level. You know what I mean? Bro, I think like that's how it should be. Right. Right? Like, like, right. Like to me, that's a testament of, of you as a father, man, you know, just you as a person. You're teaching them to grow. Right. Like they should be better. Right. Exactly. They should. And that's, that's what, that's what the generational, instead of generational curses, they should be like generational level ups. You know what I mean? That's, that's like the whole (laughs) Jesus saying, you know, like what I can do, you can do and better. It's like, yes, that's the passing along of, I, I, this is what I can do. Now you can do it too, but now you can do it even better than my, me because I, I just taught you and, and you have all this, you know, we think about that, like, like our eating habits, for example, with right. our kids, like we didn't learn this until what our thirties are. Yeah. Late thirties, <laughs> late thirties. And our kids at the, in their teens are now eating better than we are. Well, yes. at least our son is right now. You know That's what amazing. I'm saying? And it's like, yes. wow, you're going to be a breatharian by the time you're our age. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Seriously. Hell yeah. What What is your take on the food and, and your family and how, how that works as far as like, you know, you've gotten to the loving aspect of it and putting yeah. that affection into it. Now then what about the food? Because that, that yeah. plays a big part. That's a huge part, um, especially in my, in my family and in you know, Hispanic culture. You know this, Joanna, like food is fucking everything right what time are we eating exactly (laughs) exactly and then if you don't eat you know they're looking at you like you're crazy you know right yeah and and if you're full they're saying no 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 eat more you need to eat more go ahead you need to eat more you know and then they're like why are you fat (laughs) yeah it's same in you know in the other side of their mouth Mm -hmm. um now the the food thing you know that's man you want to talk about contrast in a lifetime like my oldest and my youngest are 17 years apart you know what I'm saying? So you want to talk about parenting as completely different people from how I parented my youngest to how I'm parenting my, I mean, how I parented my oldest compared to how yeah. I'm parenting my youngest. And um, that's kind of you know, cool my, to see though. Yeah. Except when you look back at how you parented your oldest and realize that, holy shit, you know, I was feeding her just, just trash. Um, now, crazy story. She actually went vegan <clears throat> before I did before I went vegetarian and was part of the inspiration of me going vegetarian. You know, she like challenged me. Now she's not anymore. Um, you know, that sounds like Isa. That's hopefully, um, oh, yeah. a very similar story. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Well, hopefully, you know, I I'm hoping that she's going to come back around, but yeah. you know, we, have, we have time. She's young. Um, but no, I think that's, it's huge because that's a massive part of the conditioning. Like my entire family, um, especially on my mother's side is, is just not, they're not healthy. Like each one of them, I went to, to Vegas with my cousin and he's talking about how his mom is diabetic and his dad is also diabetic and he's, you know, got high blood pressure and all these other things. And then I know my, you know, I've been trying to help my mom out with this cause she's dealing with stuff and, you know, my, my brothers have dealt with stuff and it's just like everywhere around you and they don't want to like, they're blind to the common denominator here. You know what I'm saying? And um, it's amazing to get to this point, even though it's late, a little bit later in life for me, but to know that my my five-year-old daughter is growing up in a household that at least understands the power of food and what it, what it means. Like she may make her own choices <clears throat> as she grows up, you know what I'm saying? But her foundation mm. is where it needs to be. And And you talked about generational stuff, like 
then like you said, when she's older, maybe she, you know, who knows how far she's going to take it and then her kids. And then all of a sudden we've changed, like we've literally changed so many people because that tree, that those branches just get bigger and bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. If the foundation of that, you know, is, is strong, you know, that's, and that's, that's such a, she's such a, it's <clears throat> in a sweet spot because she's under the age of seven. And it's like between the age of one and seven is when you're when you soak it all in, you know, we have the mirror neurons where we just mirror everything. And mm. that's, that becomes our subconscious mind of our programming from there on out. And so you're helping her build that foundation of a good programming of like, yes. here's what you should yes. eat and here's what's toxic and not toxic. Yeah. too. And I wonder, man, like, you know, as we kind of getting into the metaphysical world, but I know <laughs> you dig this topic too. So it's like, you know, we're, we're separating, right? Like there's talk of us, of us going into a higher plane of existence. Mm. Right? And I, I personally think that food is a huge part in that. You know what I mean? In other words, like people who, people who eat unhealthy, the manifestation is the denseness, which is the sickness and the disease and everything else, because, you know, we're, we're expanding, we're trying to rise up in levels. Yes. Um, so curious to see, you know, kind of, I don't know what you think about that. No, um, I think, brah, like the more I get into this, the more I, I, I go down this philosophical path, um, I'm realizing that food is literally the foundation of it all to me. Like that's my philosophy. Some people may not agree and that's cool. We can talk about it um, because it's the foundation <clears throat> of you. So if if we're all one, right, and we're all connected, and you are God and I am God and we're all God, right? Then the beginning starts with you, like, like the core of you and without proper food, like that's your, that's your, your energy source without food, you know, you're, you're nothing, you're on your way down. You're automatically declining. And and what do they say? The, the minute you're, the minute you're, you're, you're born, you're already dying, right? You're right. That much. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But that it shouldn't be that way. We should well, be living. it's like cells, right? If we look at each other as just cells, right? And each cell's um, properly working, then right. together, all the cells together, which make the whole, would properly, you know, work. But then as a cell within itself, you have all these parts that aren't working because what are we doing with the food, yes. right? Yes. Because the food is is what's, either helping like healing or damaging our system, which is what we need in order to even the ascension process, even this whole enlightenment process, like we can't get there if we're, if our food is so dense that we can't, you know, it's so acidic. It's so, you know, Mm -hmm. physiologically, it's just not possible. Right. And I think, I think for all of us, curious to hear what you think about this too, man, is that like, as as I've raised, as my consciousness has raised, so has my food choices. Like they go hand in hand. Yeah. It's not like, you know, I'm up here in, in terms of consciousness and I'm still, you know, eating fried chicken, you know, nothing against fried chicken. <laughs> right. I would love to have some. Oh my God. Chicken. I smelled some today and it was so oh. good. And I'm like, no, oh, <laughs> but you. you know, I mean, I'm curious to hear what you think about that. Cause yeah, I think it's definitely, there's definitely a correlation. At least there has been in our journey. Oh Yeah. For me, um, and I, I think I've spoken about this before, I'm not sure if it was with you guys or on another podcast, but like the beginning of my true spiritual ascension um, stemmed from, from diet um, because 
I always knew, like there was always something telling me that I'll never be able, like, I'm not going to be able to, to have my true awakening until I give up me. Like, and, and all the, the, the gurus, you know, Vivekananda and, and a bunch and some other guys, and I know I'll be butchering all their names. So I'm not going to say we know, we know all yeah, them, them, them philosophers, you know, yeah, the, 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 the consonants and the vowels and shit. There like, you go. Um, the swamis of the world. But like, you know, when I'd read them, you know, which is really the basis of my spirituality, they'd all talk about it. Like, how can you, how can you become life if you're taking life or if you're, you know, consuming, consuming death inside of you, you know, it, it all, it all goes hand in hand. Um, and I, and I've said this in the QE Academy um, on one of my freestyle Fridays and, you know, and it's not to, to call anybody out. It's, it's a simple question and it's my philosophy. It's like, how can you be, you know, how can you be on a spiritual journey and, and want to continue to level up and, and, and get to that point of enlightenment and advocate and not even, not even just advocate, but um, support the killing of other living creatures for your own dietary, you know what I'm saying? Construction, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So, and that, and I know that's not easy because the, the conditioning is deep. Right. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. the fact that we walk into, you know, we can walk, you know, past a, a restaurant and smell the fried chicken and it's like, holy shit, that smells really good. Well, that's because of conditioning. Like we right. didn't, we weren't born smelling fried chicken. Like, oh shit, I want to eat that. No, right, it's, right. it's just the conditioning. So I understand that's difficult and it's not easy. Um, but in my opinion, like it needs to be a part of the path, you know, just like meditating, just like reading. But, but the yeah. food part yeah, is yeah. difficult also because of family like when yeah. it comes to dinners when it comes to stuff like that like you want at least some of them to be on the same page or something okay. you know because it's hard yeah. to, to cook for different like we did that for a while you know mm. until everybody was on the same page so that's difficult as well so it you is. know meditating people can meditate on their own and it's fine if you don't meditate <laughs> whatever really. but the food part i think that has a lot to do with like okay is everybody on the same page do we believe the same beliefs like you know yeah. because I, it'd be very hard for me to be vegan and then sit there and watch him eat steak. Right. You know what I mean? And, oh, and yeah. that, yeah. that would be difficult in any relationship, I think. Like, No, I agree. I agree. Um, and I think that comes down to like, well, if you, if you're talking about your relationship, then that's the conversation that needs to be had. Like for instance, if you know, you're Jewish and you know, you're fucking practice Sikhism, right? Like there's a conflict right there. There's a built-in conflict. Okay, when we have kids, are they going to be Jewish? Are they going to be Sikh? Right? Okay. <laughs> so like that's a conversation that needs to happen. Like if you're vegan and and he's a, you know, a meat eater, it's a conversation that needs to be had because you're not going to be, you know, it's just not going to work. Eventually there it's going to one one person's going to go one way. You know well, I mean? and you're going to get restaurant, like one restaurant, you're just going to blow up and be like, that's enough. <laughs> I've seen you yeah. eat plenty of this and that's enough, you know, like yeah. it's just the builds up resentment of what you think of as far as your beliefs and stuff. But I'll say this in situations that have happened like that, at least that I've seen, most people go vegan. Like when you have a meat eater and you have a vegetarian or meat eater and a vegan, most, most in, in a relationship, if it's going to work, most of the time, the meat eater ends up going vegan. Because they, you know, look, we're the best examples we can give anybody. We can throw out all the stats we want. We could talk all that shit. But like when you're with somebody and you see 
how they change and, you know, they're, they're, whether it's physically or emotionally or mentally and all those things. And you see the difference that shit's contagious. Like that's like, I want some of that, you know, okay, we'll give up the fucking ribeyes. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and, and you'll see it happen. Um, but within a family, that's a tough part because I think we associate food with community and camaraderie and all those different things. So um, my family's been, been good about it. You know what I mean? Like they'll, like my mom, you know, she makes her, um, arroz con gandule and she'll make it, she'll make it without meat just for us. Cause she knows we're coming. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> well, it yeah. sounds like arroz sin pollo. That's what I was about to say too. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. arroz con pollo, but we do yeah. arroz sin pollo, like without yeah, the no chicken. <laughs> <laughs> nice, 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 yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. You want some arroz sin pollo? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Um, yeah. So, so that, that'll be good. And you know, a lot of times, you know, they'll ask us, Hey, you know, we're going to be cooking stuff. Do you want us to grow some vegetables or something like that. And now it's even more difficult for us because we're not, we're not really eating cooked food anymore. We're go we're like, we're about 85% raw, right? So now it's just like, no, don't worry about it. You know, we'll get something before we come or yeah. something, or we'll bring our own dish and it's cool. You know what I'm saying? The the kicker is, and this is where the thick skin comes in and, and being authentic is like the jokes. Like my family likes to, like, they don't have no filter. Right. So we'll go there and they'll just throw jokes about, you know, they'll, they'll, you know, tell you got an example. Uh, I have, okay. So we had a fight party this weekend and it's not food related, but it's kind of on the same lines. Yeah. 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 Uh, so we had a fight party for the Canelo triple G fight and big turnout, like every, and everybody came out to our house and we have this man. I wish I had it with me right now. It's like this ancient, fucking horn looking thing right and my older brother who's has to be the jokester you know he's a leo he has to be the star of the show that's just who he is right uh, -huh. uh, -huh. uh he comes in and he picks it up he goes man what the fuck is this is this a horn or something like that and of course he's loud enough so everybody can hear him i'm like no it's a speaker like you put your phone in it and it project and it projects the sound out naturally as opposed to having like you know, electromagnetic frequency, Bluetooth shit in your house, you know, it's a speaker. He's like, get, you know, he's like, get the fuck out of here. That shit don't work, whatever, whatever. So I said, all right, try it. You know, so he takes his phone and he puts it in it and it projects the sound, but he's like, man, I can't tell the difference. So then he pulls his phone out and you can hear the difference. Right. And everybody's like, oh, okay. Okay. So then, you know, he starts making jokes about, oh, was it changed from like, 10 db to 12 db you know whatever whatever <laughs> so later on in the fight some something comes up where they're talking about um calling somebody or something like that and they brought up landlines or something so he picks up the horn he's like oh no i got my phone right here he starts doing it and then he starts using it as a <laughs> megaphone and just kind of making fun of it you know what i'm saying mockery mockery, mockery. Yes. 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 yes 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 yeah. So little shit like that, you know what I mean? Or, you know, the whole, you know, would you guys bring some grass to eat? You know, stuff like that. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know. I hear you. But I just, you know, it's it's funny now. It's I funny because like they dish it some they dish it out, but then like you they don't really get it dished back to them. Well, it's it's kind of like the you ever you've been to a comedy show before? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you go to a comedy show, right? And you have your comedian on stage and you have a crowd, right? And then you have one person who heckles the comedian. Don't matter what the heckler says. The comedian has the mic and he has the crowd. 
so that going to lose that battle always so it's similar we're the hecklers we're the different ones so we're always in the minority and that's where that whole group think and how yeah. you know the all that bullshit comes into play because you know i can make a joke back but it's only gonna relate to me and like two other people while there's 30 other people that are right offended by the joke or they don't they don't find humor in it because they're not you know they don't understand it yeah what i what i think is funny about it too like because you know from an elevated standpoint it's like okay i see you like you're just showing me who you are like i don't i don't need to do anything and and it's comical when you look at it that way because they're 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 looking down at you and you're like okay you know what i mean like you're you're showing me everything in terms of you know what you represent yep that happened to me. And I think I, I might've told you guys this on another, uh, another time is I had that a conversation with my brother about Hitler um, at oh. dinner, at dinner. And, you know, I just brought up, you know, some of my thoughts on it, you know, just looking back in history and, and the research I've done. And he was, Oh, you're out of your mind, blah, 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 blah. You know, you're crazy. You think all this crazy shit, you know, and, you know, I, and I, and I took it and I took it really good, took it really well, I should say. <clears throat> um, but, you know, stuff like that, you know, it's, that's why the tribe that we have and in, in our camaraderie and being able to talk about this stuff amongst ourselves is so important because we don't always get these opportunities outside of this. Right. Because people look at you like you're crazy. Yeah. You know, and then putting talking. it and putting it out there is so that others who might feel the same way or feel like they're the black sheep or whatever, know that they're, they're not alone. And there's a lot of us who go through all of this and mm-hmm. that there's stages of this. And, you know, at first we get really upset when they um, say things to us and then you have to eventually overcome that and then realize that it's them, not you. And and right. it's like really accepting yourself for where you are, because at first you're kind of not accepting where you are if you allow the other person to manipulate your emotions, you know? So that's kind of like, you're not really standing your ground in, in your authority, I should say. So, yeah. so that's the process, right. That we go through like all of us. Yeah. And I have a, I have a question for you, but yeah, unfortunately exactly. I have to tell you a little bit of a story to set yeah, the table for, for the question. I've been talking way too damn much anyway. No, and I'm a little <laughs> afraid I'm going to lose my track because that happens sometimes, you know? So just bear with me as we, yeah. we, can, we can cut this out if we need to, right? <laughs> um, so like my dad, right. We've been talking to him about this stuff. Cause he listens and you know, he's, he's inquisitive. He's like me. He asks, well, he's a Virgo. You know, he likes to know the details and he likes to figure shit out. You know, we're talking to him this past weekend. Cause we, you know, since COVID we haven't really gone over there much, you know? So we've maybe been over there three times in the last like two years. So he he's had time for all this information to kind of, kind of simmer. Right. And so we're talking to him on Saturday. First, I hit him up for about an hour and a half talking about shit. And this is all like shit from food, from, you know, hit, like everything. Nothing's off limits. And he made an interesting comment. He's like, I don't know what the fuck to believe anymore. Right. Because I think we all get to that point. And I think that and that's I guess my question is that I think it happens repetitively. I just think it happens at, at different intervals. So like for me right now, my thing is on the food path. It's like, you know, I'm I'm, I'm into fitness. Right. Mm-hmm. And so the ingrained you have to eat the energy comes from your food is like i i i believe i think there's more to that but i'm super frustrated because i'm not i can't break the programming because i'm not willing to sacrifice the you know the step 
it takes mm -hmm. because of all the work I put in. But in reality, maybe that's the breakthrough I need. So my question to you is, is like, you have something in your life that either you're experiencing now, most recently or whatever, yeah. where you're like banging your head against the wall because you've like, you, you want to believe it, but you can't, you can't break through. You know what I'm saying? You understand yeah. the question? I, I, and that you brought up a, an amazing point too, that I want to get to as well is sometimes you don't know what to believe. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and that, that goes on both ends. It's not just what the, the, the media and what the societal norms are. I mean, even on this side, even on the free thinking side, sometimes there's stuff that's outlandish or too far or, you know, okay, maybe, but there's nothing backing it up. You know what I mean? So then you're in a place where it's like, okay, well, if, if some of this is wrong and some of this is wrong, then what's truly right. 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 Um, as far as like for something like that, that break is something that I, that I might have to sacrifice to break through it's food for me. Um, so it's very similar, um, different circumstances because you're in the, you know, you're, you're in the fitness world. I'm not. Um, but it's the associations with food, like vacation, like, you know, me and me and my wife like to travel. And one of the things we do when we, we used to travel is, you know, okay, what restaurants are we going to go to? You know what I mean? Uh, you're on a raw food. You only eat raw food. Restaurants isn't really a thing anymore. What grocery store are we going to? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's really what it comes down to. And, and, you know, my, my wife, she's ahead of me on this. Like she's, she doesn't really have that conditioning. Because I mean, she's went on trips with some of her girl. Actually, she recently went on a trip with her girlfriend. They went to the grocery store. They bought a bunch of fruit and they like did shit on the vacation. Like food, like you can eliminate food from the vacation and still have an amazing time. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, you know, so that's that's something, you know, and um, and I have a tendency to. Eat when I'm out. Like if I'm doing work like this, you know what I'm saying? Podcasting or shooting videos, documentaries or whatever the case is. And I'm out like, I don't know if it's the energy I expend or, or just a conditioning thing where it's like, I got to go get some food, like, and spend money on food that I know I'm going to fucking regret in about three hours. Right. You know, <laughs> and, and, and it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a wall that I need to break through. Um, that's yeah, been that, very, that loop. very tough for me. It's yeah, it's, it's, it's been tough. I'm getting better. You know, I'm, I'm incrementally getting there, you know what I'm saying? But, um, that, that, that's, that's my biggest. That's like right. coffee for me. Yeah. Cause I, I, I got coffee off of it tough. for, I got off of it for weeks or months or something. And then I went back and yeah, but and, I've been weaning, but I still went back. Yeah. And see, that's like, like, I know, you know, we we go from omnivores, I guess, for lack of a better term, to vegetarian, to vegan. And, you know, it's like it doesn't stop there. Right. Like we we can move on to fruititarian. And I don't know what happens after fruit fruititarian. What's next? Breath, Is it breath, breatharian? Breatharian. Yeah. You know, and, yeah, that's oof. And and again, I mean, and, and I think about it. Right. Like if we talk like we talk about it, we talk about the programming. We talk about, you know, all the things that we talk about. But, you know, how deep is this programming? Because, you know, if, if vegetarian is a thing and vegan is a thing and fruitarian is a thing and we believe in energy and we understand what we understand, then doesn't breathitarian make sense? Like, doesn't that seem like our body was really set up to, like, be breathitarian from an electromagnetic standpoint? 
You feel I me? Think, you know what I'm saying? I think we can choose to be either down here where we can eat and stuff, or we can choose to be up here where we can breathe and stuff. Yeah. Like I follow, I follow some dudes on Instagram that are yeah. doing breath. They're, they're like, Breatharians. they, they fast and, and all this mm-hmm. shit for like days and weeks. And, and it's just, I don't know, man, it, it, it blows my mind. Like thinking, like thinking that that's possible, but then it also makes me realize how, you know, how ingrained I am because that's the sign of how programmed you are when you can't contemplate something. Right. Yeah. Yep. Um, when we're talking about breath, and 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 that that aspect of it like that's yeah that i i don't know that that's a level that i aspire to get to right um, <laughs> we're like we want to eat <laughs> yeah but like implementing it like i'm i'm you know like fasting is yeah the yeah. the benefits of fasting like I, we're 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 built to fast like that's i mean at the end of the day it comes well in my philosophy it comes down to this like it's it's all energy so like the less burden you put on your body, the more energy your body's going to have to heal itself and, and fix what it needs to fix. So the breath aspect, the fasting aspect is definitely a big part of that. 100% relying on that. I, I maybe I, I haven't studied enough into it. So no, I mean, I'm sure there are people that operate on that level. But yeah, this lifetime probably. probably (laughs) (laughs) He's like another one. I know. I'm with you. I'm 100%. Yeah. 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 I know my limits. And, you know, going back to that whole, what, you know, people are asking so many questions. I don't know what to believe. That's when I came into the, the, the talk, the conversation, like you went to your mom and I, and I butt in (laughs) and I started talking about meditation and discernment, you know, like when you meditate and the truth is revealed within you and you are able to, um, tell between your intuition and your ego and all that stuff, it becomes easier to tell the difference between what is truth, what isn't, and, you know, decipher the puzzle pieces and collect them because you can't really just ultimately sit there and go, oh, I don't know what to believe. You have to actually do the research, you know? And I'm like, I can't do the research for you. That's where you come in and do the research. Um, So there was a lot of talk about the sermon when it came to, I don't know what to believe. Yeah, and it's funny, man, because I'm, you know, he's he's bitching and he's like, bullshit. (laughs) You know, because I got my cussing from my dad, so he doesn't cuss as much. I cuss more than him now, but he used to be like every other word out of his mouth. But, you know, and I'm like, I'm like, bro, I'm excited for you, man. Like, you've, you've hit rock bottom like you're you're searching for something which is a good thing he knows something's not right yeah yeah like like you're expanding like your consciousness is expanding and this is just part of the fucking process not to mention every time we go for dinner we talk about um the earth and stuff and he's starting to like ask questions um and and and, you know there were some seeds that made him go huh and i think that kind of opened up um more questions you know that's and that's that's a huge breakthrough because I think sometimes we get so used to have you know not getting responses from the people that are closest to us and we automatically think well they think I'm crazy or they don't believe in what I'm saying or this that and the other but those are just little deposits that we're putting in and then all of a sudden you get a question like that and and you realize okay well some of this is getting through yeah because every person has their own conditioning their own environmental factors that have you know you know, ultimately created who they are, you know, at this point, and they have to work through their own filter system. You know, we were at that point. I mean, yeah. was, I mean, I can't tell you how many things when I was, ooh, when I was a deep Christian, I can't tell you how many things Deshaun would say to me 
Deep Christian. Yeah, deep Christian. Like he'd say to me, and I I just couldn't even fathom. I couldn't even like there was just no fucking way it was true. But it sat there and all you know, subconsciously or consciously, I don't even fucking know. And ultimately I, I went down that path and started reading and reading and reading. And it's like, okay, there's some validity to this, you yeah. know. There's so that instant block, that instant like wall right. that is put up. Um, like, no, it has to be this that's inside this box and nothing else. So as soon as you say anything outside of that, it's like, yeah, no. and, dude, every time we talk about this, you've seen Moana, right? Yeah. Yeah. You, remember, you know the song, minute, you know, the song she sings when she gets called to the water, like, can you hear it in your head? I can't, I can't, I'm not even going to try to sing, I was about it. To say, sing it for me. <laughs> what, which one? What part? In the beginning? Because I because I know. Um gee, man, don't do this. <laughs> Who's that? Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's it, that if you if you remember Moana, like that movie is exactly what the fuck you guys are talking about. Right? Okay. Like Moana is such a beautiful representation. Oh, of because that. you can't go out because and be the, like beyond her dad, the reef. Yeah, her dad wants her in the box. Stay in yes. the box, stay in the box. But she's yeah. she's called to more. Right. She's called to, you know, to go out to the water, which is, you know, her that's her history. That's in her DNA. Right. So it's like, you know, the same. I think we all have the same things and, and we're called to to do that. But, you, you know, you have to be called and you have to be willing to listen and mm-hmm. actually have the courage to do some shit. Yeah. And we yeah. and we've been planting seeds for years and years. So sometimes it just takes that right thing for one of those to like. Or it might not happen. Start. It might not happen this lifetime. Yeah, for not some people. You know, like there's people I know that they just don't want to put any energy into it. They're happy with living their life the way it is, the way it's constructed, and they're cool with it. You know, yeah. whatever's in their little their little box with whatever's in their tunnel vision, they're cool with. You know, right. everything outside, as long as it's not affecting me, like right now, or my you know my kids or something like that, I'm good. You know. And that that's safe. That's their choice. And you know, yeah, and sometimes for them it's hard for to for anything that's change related. Like change is difficult change for them, is, you know? Yeah, for sure. Change is I mean, I mean, all of like you just talked about, you know, Keith, you just talked about change, you know, as far as the fitness world and diet and how they, they correlate and correspond to each other. I talked about it too. That's change. Um Changes associated with conditioning too. I mean, it's just the way it is. Well, I think it all has to do with the seasons just because that's the cycles of life and just like the seasons we should detox every season and we should follow the seasons and just let go of shit right now because it's let go season. Um, (laughs) And also (laughs) let go theme in October for the QE Academy. Um, So, yeah, so... What were you going to ask him earlier or that you said that you were going to ask him? Did you already ask him? Sort of. Yeah. Not direct, but we talked about it. Okay, cool. Cool. Tell me something. What is it that you see or not see? Let's say dream. Cause that's what's on my shirt. What is it that you dream that would like a vision of something that you dream or that you would love to achieve at some point? That's a deep question. Oh shit. Okay, I wasn't expecting that, Joanna Crowder. Dream, uh, believe, achieve. Right. Um, <laughs> honestly, it's to really build a legacy of um 
of change in the world. Um, that's something that can continue on when I'm gone. So, you know, like I have a vision of of creating something big, like some big beacon of light, whether it be um, some type of creative entity that can spread just the knowledge that we've all learned, um, <clears throat> the steps to 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 achieving oneness and and truly realizing that we're connected, like something something that a catalyst that can, can that can spread that as far as possible, but also something that my kids can take and continue. Like I don't want my kids to have to work for anybody, right? I want to create that empire. I want to create that legacy. Now it's their choice if they want to follow. Right. But I want to at least give them the opportunity. Like that's that's my that's my dream, and and to a point where. You know, I'm living somewhere in the hill, like somewhere in fucking Peru or something, you know, <laughs> smoking weed and fucking just kicking back and eating fruits and loving Some ayahuasca and, trips. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I write a book every few years or something. And, you know, yeah, I'm not going to lie, a little bit of the notoriety, you know, and this is a worldly thing. And this is a 3D thing, like a little bit of the notoriety. I'll admit a little ego shit, you know, like, yeah, I want to be known as, as, as somebody who, who done, who's done that, you know, that's not the main thing, but it's part of it. You know what I mean? That's part of the motivation. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's the vision. So what are your, your, what is your philosophy you want to share with them? If, you know, if this, someone's watching and they're like, well, what is your legacy? What is your philosophy? Like what, what would you like to be known for? What message do you, do you want to share? I know you have pillars. Right, right, right. And then that's, that's, that's the main philosophy is that, you know, to attain enlightenment, like my philosophy is to look within yourself to, to, to understand oneness and then expand your spirituality to ultimately get to enlightenment. Right. And the pillars are kind of how you get there. Um, but ultimately, I mean, I, I know I use this quote a lot, and it, it really is something I'll probably get a tattooed on my neck or something one day or some shit. But it's like, if you can't trust everything, you have to question everything. Like, and that is the most, it's not necessarily a philosophy. It's more like a motto. But if you just take that one thing and literally question everything, you know, question what you're going to do today, what clothes you're going to put on, what food you're going to eat, who you're going to hang out with, what job you're going to take what girl you're going to date, what boy you're going to date, all those different things. Like you question everything, everything you see, observe, see, sense, feel, all that. Um, you're ultimately going to get to a point where you can make informed, conscious decisions on every aspect of your life. I was going to say some other people do it for you. conscious. It just sounds like someone that's conscious because yeah. if you're asking and you're seeking, you're conscious, you know? Yeah. Right. It's like, yeah, you're basically self-programming, self-regulating. Yes. And that's, that goes back to once again, what your dad said, like, I don't know what to believe anymore. Right. Well, take it all in, all of it in. And, 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 and like you said, when you meditate, it's much easier to take all that in and decide, okay, well, this is right. Mm -hmm. Right. Because even in shit, even in like terrain model, for instance, which, you know, is, is, is a big passion of mine. There's different aspects of it. Like, some people believe in taking herbs. Some people say, no, herbs are poison. You know, some people believe in even eating raw meat. You know what I'm saying? Like there's different aspects of terrain model. 
So you take all that information in and, you know, you, you, you meditate on it, you decipher it and you, you come to a, your own conclusion. Mm-hmm. And we're all different. So, yes. Yeah, man, I, I kind of live by the philosophy that, I mean, I believe it's like a universal truth, at least in my world, in my consciousness. And that's, you know, truth doesn't boast, right? Right. Like truth doesn't feel the need to talk, to, to say, no, this is poison. This is bad. Like truth doesn't do that. Truth speaks the truth. And, and it right. speaks it eloquently, right? And, you know, I think what, what's cool is that, you know, I think as you go through this, like you're you're naturally called, like we talked about, two yeah. things. And, you know, if, if you're willing to open up and receive it, you know, that's, you know, that's when, you know, those gifts, those gifts are given. But, you know, like the needle, the hole is small. Like you have to have passion, right? Like you have to have, you have to want it, right? Yeah. And, and it's crazy, man. Cause I know, like, I think we're, we're in similar spots in our journey and it's like, you know, I've had glimpses, but even the glimpse, even just the glimpse, the little drip, the drip of the glimpse that I felt is worth the the full glass of water or wherever that is. If it's a lake, if it's an ocean, whatever it is, you know what I mean? And yeah. I'm, I, then I'm curious to like here, if you, you know, if you've had sort of, if you get those glimpses and if you do what they're like, or if you had sort of this, like, you know, pineal gland explosion, if you will. I have, and and now it brings me back to your your earlier question about um, um, some of the conditioning stopping you from from truly going that extra step, right? So this kind of goes hand in hand with that, and I I didn't remember it earlier, um, but I've had some some pretty pretty intense deep meditations where I've gone all over the fucking place, right? And I remember I spent, and this is before I really knew what I was going to do with all this. I was just kind of exploring and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, you know, and that's, that's part of one of my pillars, ex- expanding your spirituality. So you want to kind of look at everything, learn, ev- you know, try to learn everything. And my big thing was astral projection. Like mm-hmm. I, I, want, I want to fucking astral project. So mm-hmm. I bought books on it. I'm, yeah. That's one too, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, reading it. Don't I'm, do I'm, that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing all the tips and shit. Right. So um, you know, one time, you know, I'm, I'm able to do it kind of locally. I'm able to astral project locally. Right. So I'm like, okay, this is cool. So one night it's, I, I do it at night actually. And, um, I think I was under the influence of some, of some cannabis and, um, uh, a, uh, what's the, uh, an indica by the way, indica's fuck, man, they, they take me <laughs> to another world. I can't fuck with it. Um, <laughs> but anyway, <clears throat> it was a gummy and, um, I start to, I, I, I want to astral project and I'm right there. And like, there's like a hand that comes out to pull me, like to, to pull me into the projection and I'm, and I get scared, like really scared. Um, and I, I pull back and then I don't go. And then all of a sudden I start having all these visions of different things, not in our realm, like a bunch of different, I mean, um, just spiders and animals and people and just shit that, um, is just obviously not in the normal 3d realm. Um, and that kind of put fear in me to, to try it again and to go back that route, uh, because of my conditioning and, uh, you know, scared of the, what's of the unknown. unknown. Per se. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's kind of my 
And, and I'm to that point still, like, I haven't really tried it again, but I won't do, I really won't do a lot of indica because when I do, I, I get, I go so deep, I see shit and, and I'm not ready for that yet. I want to know, like, was the hand like huge or was it, <laughs> was it like a normal size hand? Was it trying to grab you or, I mean, no, like, it, you know what I mean? Like, was it, yeah. was it like, like bones and flesh and shit hanging off? Or well, was it... in, in some of the books I read, at least for the, the training that I've done on it, um, it's a, it's a conscious decision that you make if you're going to actually go into astral projection. So you, you have to make that conscious decision. And when you do, you know, a hand will come up. It, does, it might not be for everybody, but at least from, from. Yeah. That was your invitation way of delivering. Right. 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 And, and I got, and I got scared. Like, I got yeah. So everybody's different. And that sounds a lot like that time that I was trying to do it. Remember? Have you heard <clears throat> that story before? I'm not sure. I don't think so. We were, um, he didn't know that I was like deep into trying to really do it. And like, <laughs> yeah, that I was like really studying it and like really trying and one night I was like, here's the night, you know, I'm really going to try. And he was asleep. And at this point, I think Isaac was, um, he was like three, three or something. Four, yeah. yeah. Um, he was young and I had felt something kind of like I was almost there type mm -hmm. of thing. Right. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden I got scared and the power went out. All of a sudden, Isaac comes next to me and he's like, I saw a demon. He's three years old and he's saying he saw a freaking demon. So at this point, I'm like, okay, what? And when he's talking to me, he's like looking in the other direction, you know, like I saw, and I'm like right here and he's looking the other way. So that freaked me out. He got up and he was like, why do I feel this weird, something weird? And at this point, I'm like, um, <laughs> let me tell you, um babe so what i was doing um, so, so and he's happened. like what so you don't want to like tell me before you do this and like kind of mention this first <laughs> you know and yeah yeah because he because that's what scared me i was like why would he say that he feels this type of fear when he never feels any type of fear and why would he feel fear why would he wake up feeling fear mm -hmm. and then it coincide with what i was doing mm -hmm. and here's what i say about that stuff I think it correlates with where we are. So if we have are holding on to a lot of fear and we start trying to do that because of our curiosity and stuff, mm -hmm. we're going to open up fear. You yeah, know, if sense. we're at a place where we have kind of evolved past the fear, and we've like overcome a lot of our fear and we then try to tap into that world, then we're in the higher place and we have that same resonating frequency. So it doesn't feel scary, but I yes. think we feel scared because we still hold a lot of fear. So oh, yeah. it's kind of like a, a way to judge where we are, but a lot of us do it, get scared and don't fucking come back to it. You know right. what I mean? <laughs> but now, yeah. Now that we both said that shit, I want to try it again. Now. Right. Cause I right. mean, I'm not, I don't, you know, now that I'm in a completely different place than when I first started that, um, I don't think, I mean, I don't think I'd be scared. I guess it'll be a reality. It's check reprogramming your mind. <laughs> yeah. You just have right. to reprogram your mind of like, you know, setting your intentions for example like in michelle yes. always says right like setting an yes. intention before doing that like did you do that before you know i don't know nah, I, didn't do that. I was just like let's go exactly yeah i think we do all the same type of stuff so yeah, you know, I, lessons learned well yes thank you because i was gonna like that's the that's the lesson right it's like the and, and that's what that's what lets me know that this shit is real is because mm -hmm. it's like so perfectly designed by god or whomever whatever word you want to attach to it that 
you can't fake this shit, right? Nope. Like if you're living in darkness and you're trying to, you know, you there's a path you have to follow, you know, and only you can unlock the doors, right? Like only you. And a lot of times you're going to be presented with that stuff that's going to be fearful. And so then that's where a lot of people take it and go, oh, this is, you know, demonic or the devil or this. And then they they place a label on that when it's really their own fears that they're looking at Mm -hmm. and their own inner demons that they're looking at. And that's what they have to overcome so that eventually they can raise to the highest part of themselves, which is nothing but pure love. Yep. Yeah. And, and that leads me to my question. Maybe the last one is, you know, what, what keeps you going? Like what, cause this, this journey's hard, man. Yeah. Like what, <laughs> what, like what drives you? Like what inspires you? Yeah. What, what keeps you doing this every day? Cause it's a grind, man. I know, I know how much you do and I know how hard you work and it's, it's a fucking grind. Um, cause I'm, I mean, honestly, cause I'm not, I'm not where I envision myself to be yet. You know what I mean? It's like an everlasting everlasting process like we're all healing in process you know there's still a lot of healing i have to do but i think once again we are the best examples you know uh, of anything ourselves personally whether that's diet or whether that's whatever you're doing like do the example on yourself and you'll see and like i've gotten myself to a point to where like i can honestly say nothing really bothers me i don't you know i i, I don't get upset I'm very even keel. I, I, I approach things in a, in a very modest way. You know what I'm saying? I'm never too high, never too low. Um, and I've seen myself become that through this and I want to take it. I want to keep taking it to, to different levels so people can see me as the example and, 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 and see that there is a path to this. There is a way to do that. You don't have to live you know, with the restraints of society or, or what they tell you you're going to be or need to be or or, or want to be like you can like like the world is boundless. You know what I'm saying? And and I think that's my motivation. Um, it really is. Yes, my family, too. You know, I want them to see that. And, and my wife, she's made tremendous fucking strides in her journey, um, like tremendous. Um, but that's what it's about. Like, that's why I, I just feel like that's what I'm here to do. You know what I mean? And if I'm not yeah, doing it, if I'm not doing it, then I'm not living anymore. You know what I mean? That's that's what I feel like. I feel You're like you're creating the day a life you love. <laughs> there you go. Um, like if like, honestly, I, I think like if I'll be doing this in some form or fashion until I until I until I transition straight up. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. What about y'all? That's a great question. So I'm going to throw it back on you. What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> like why do you do what you do like why do what you, inspires why do you, yeah, me why do you put all the time and energy into because when i see the ripple effect when i see that that if i have control over making a choice and that choice is in the right direction and that right direction causes a ripple effect and then later on i see that those choices that i made helped all these people and they come back around and i see that and i had control over that it's like I can change people's lives mm. by changing mine. That's the whole concept. Like change yourself, change the world. And because there's so much that I still need to change, like I'm constantly freaking trying to change because there's a lot of improvements we all need to make. And yes, we have like certain aspects, certain natal charts that tell us how we are, but 
ultimately, like for you, for example, like your your Libra, um, Libran, 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 your librarian, 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 yeah, your freaking Libra, and so maybe your life was very unbalanced before. Mm. And now you have walked this way to find that balance as like a Libra does. And, you know, in, in all of our ways and all of our, you know, signs, for example, maybe I'm trying to find a certain something in, in what a Leo is, you know, the, the, mm. the inner confidence or the, the, um, whatever Leo aspects are at this moment, I'm like blanking out, but yeah. which I don't know how, because the, the aspects of a queen. Yeah. And so it's like playing that, like, I need to fill that role. And it's like, sometimes am I acting queen? Like, no, not really. And it's like, I need those improvements. It's constant improvement. So when I improve myself and I see that it's making a change in others, I can't help, but continue to do that. You know, I can't help, but meditate more and eat right more because I know it's setting an example for others. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. You the same. I mean, like I told her, Ditto. I mean, and this is just just my life as as an example, because you know I, you know I'm I'm touchy feely, right? Like I need to I need to see it and experience it. So right. you know, from a coaching aspect at the gym that I coach at, I mean, I've been there for I don't know four or five years, maybe going on six, but it's been a minute, right? And you know, I was telling her the other day, it's like I don't take that role like lightly, right? Like if I'm a coach, that means I'm a coach, and I live what I say. I, I do I do as I you know whatever I'm telling you, I do the same thing, if not more. Mm. Right. And so, you know, I mean, again, I'm not, I don't ever boast about anything. That's just not my style, but people pay attention. You know what I mean? They, they pay attention when you're, when you're someone like you, someone like Joanna, when you're teaching something and you're speaking about something, they pay attention to how you live your life. If they have access to it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I was telling her, it's like, you know, I don't take, I don't take that shit lightly. And at the same time, I'm very cognizant of everything that I do. You know what I mean? My body language, like, you know, how I present things like just because to I know fit that role, because I know that, you know, just like us, man, the, you know, I don't mean to sound, you know, Christian, but you know, Satan's everywhere. Right. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's there, the judgment that you're going to get is because you slip. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because people, people will hold you to a higher standard. Right. So it's like, so it's like, for <clears> me, <throat> that's, that's my why is that, you know, it's, it's because I want to walk the walk and, and whatever that means, you know, and I, and I want to be a hundred percent to the best of my ability. We all make mistakes, but I want to walk that walk to the nth degree. And whenever I'm tested, you know, you, you pass. And, yeah. and to me, that's, that's, you know, when people see that and experience that it empowers them to do the same thing in their lives, you know? Yeah. And I think we're all saying the same thing. Just Pretty in a different much. Way. Yeah. You yeah. want to be authentic, brother. You know what I'm saying? That's that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah. And we still are like peeling layers, you know? So it's like getting to know who you truly are and at the same time having to show everybody that, you know, each layer and then accept the fact, okay, I'm not this layer anymore. I'm this one today. Right, right. 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 Like if you don't accept, I accept it. I need to accept it first and foremost before anybody else. But it's like, mm-hmm. that's kind of what it's about. Um. Well, okay, we've talked a lot because we always do because it's so fun. I didn't even scratch the surface. I know, I know. It's it's like we'll need a part two, Mm -mm. but um, hundred. (laughs) But is there anything that you would like to say as far as um what you're doing? I know you're you're doing a lot 
for Akasha Flicks. You want to mention right. anything about that? And, you know, what yeah. do you have going on, you know, this last um, season or however you call it? Fourth quarter. Fourth quarter. Yeah. <laughs> season. Yeah. I mean, you know my Same life for the season. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Um, no, no, I appreciate that. Um, yeah, um, Akasha Flicks, you know, as as you two know, you two are creators on there. Um, telling everybody out there, check it out. Uh, we have over 250 videos now. Um, and that's, you know, when I say videos, that's exclusive podcasts. That is spiritually guided videos. That is uh, uncensored education. Un yeah, definitely uncensored educational videos, um, master classes, um, as well as um, a documentary I'm releasing on November 11th that I'm really excited about. So really, I mean, at the end of the day, Akasha Flix is, is high vibrational content. Like we spend our lives consuming low vibrational stuff. So everybody out there listening, ask yourself this question. When you go home and you turn on Netflix or Hulu or HBO Max, what type of content are you consuming? Now, each one of those platforms has high vibrational content. You know, you got to search for it. But what are you watching on those platforms? And if it's low vibrational, understand that that energy that's emitted from those shows and movies that you're watching, like that becomes a part of your energy as well. So we created a, a streaming service that's 100% high vibrational content. So whatever you watch, you're learning something, you're leveling up, you're, you're, you're listening to conversations like the conversation we just had right here. Like, you know, stuff, the little bits and pieces that you can pick out of there and, and, and kind of put into your, you know, your, your, your backpack per se on your journey, on your path to enlightenment mm -hmm. and, and, and grow from, you know what I'm saying? Whatever show you watch now, out of the 250 and all the new shows that we have coming out, like you're going to pick something up from it and grow from. So that's ultimately what Akasha Flix is. Um, QE Academy. Um, I, I'm kind of revamping my, my freestyle Friday. So on Fridays, you know, I'm going to be um, just dropping content in the QE Academy whether it is, you know, uh, some type of free thinking or truth seeking uh, video or class that I'm doing, uh, or whether it's, you know, content I found somewhere else that I want to share with everybody, but um, free thinking, truth seeking, digging beneath the surface and really just spreading truth to everybody who's looking to grow in the QA Academy as well. Yeah. And for both Akasha Flicks and the QA Academy, I just wanted to say that you didn't mention um, you know, yes, people can watch Netflix. Yes, people can watch Hulu and all that stuff. But can they connect with the people that are on there? And the answer is no. And the difference here is that not only are you connecting, you know, leaving comments, talking on Akasha Flicks, but we also have, you know, our our group exclusive membership mm, um, on yes. Facebook so that we can all talk. We can get ideas. We can have questions and whatever questions you have, we then have videos. So it's very interactive. And at the same time, the QE Academy is a community. Mm -hmm. So the difference between all of that is that you're not only getting high vibe stuff, you're getting a community and you're getting people that are on that same level that are ready to support at any moment. Hey, look, man, I don't know. You, you don't know this, but we started a movement last night and we, we can call it the Akasha Flicks Challenge. You call it oh, that? Shit. Maybe okay. come up with something different. Let me what tell you what like that's that? about. Okay. Do I know Let this? You. No, you don't know this. Let me tell you what this is. <laughs> oh, God. The Akasha Fix Challenge is this. Um, pick a day, any day, and you cut all electronics out of your life. Okay? Mm, okay? Now, when I say electronics, I mean, you know, video games, 
YouTube, TV, you know, programming, right? Oh, that. You cut it out for seven days, okay? Find something else to do. Read a book, play some games, walk, exercise, do something, all right? And then when you come back to your electronics, this is where Akasha Flicks comes into play. Mm-hmm. You sign up for Akasha Flicks and you introduce only Akasha Flicks content into your life for the next seven days. And then you come back and you come back and assess where you were and where you've been mm. and then see if that's not meant. The Akasha Flicks challenge. The Akasha Flicks wow. challenge. I love it. <laughs> Fucking genius, bro. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's life-changing, bro. I'm, I'm speechless. We're on we're on day day one. So no, we, I we forgot that we did that. No, that no, we, no, no. We need to put this in like in the something fucking, in in the group uh, and uh, social media. Like we need to make yes. this a thing, bro. Yes, yes, like, for real. No, seriously. Well, like let me, change so, your life. Like so, what happened? Or your money back? Just like, listen to this shit. This is okay. what happened. Okay. Isaac comes down, and Isaac, you know, it's, it's been Virgo season, oh, right? Yeah. So you got me, and you got him, and, and you yeah. got all this criticism <laughs> for the last thirty days. So he comes down, and he, he sits on the couch, and you know, I, I play a lot of video games. That's like, I, I, for some reason, it just satisfies something in my brain, man. Anyway, he's like, he comes down, and he sits next to me and Joanna. He's like, "Why don't y'all cut the damn TV off?" We're like, "Why are you coming down here bringing all this negativity, man?" He's like, cut the shit off. Just stop. Have you ever just go without looking at your phone, go without watching TV for like a week? Can you do that? And we're like, man, get the fuck out of here. And we I'm just like, keep go back upstairs. TV, right? Why are you coming down here and bothering us while we're in the <laughs> he turned right. off? We were in the middle of a movie and he turned it off. Oh wow. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, and he's basically like, y'all are pathetic. Is 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 his energy, you know what I mean? And and so I'm like, because he man. doesn't have a phone, he doesn't watch TV, so he's you know. So that was about four That's or five days ago. That was about four or five days ago. So then, you know, I looked at him and I said, were you serious about that? I said, I'm down. Let's do it. Let's let's cut the TV off. I'm, I won't play video games. I won't watch, you know, we won't watch any television it, unless it's like, you know, you can listen to music. You know, if I'm listening to like Abraham Hicks or something, that's fine. Right. But I'm not watching TV for the purpose of dead minded entertainment. Yes, right. right. And so, so yeah, so it's like, that, you know, we're on day Two. starting day two or ending day two and like already i could tell a difference right so I'm, I'm excited to see what day seven looks like and then i'm excited to see what it's like to integrate it back with akasha but, in, but integrate it back yeah holy shit, with bro, with like akasha genius bro so i'm just gonna watch akasha for you know that's what we're gonna watch when we eat at night yeah we, well we're just gonna watch akasha then for out, a man. whole week and then and then tell the like do a hey we did this for a week we did this we did the akasha flicks this is how challenge this is how you know boom 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 all the differences that it made in our lives are you going to do the akasha flicks challenge pass it on bro that's something that's that's i love it speechless i love it that's fucking amazing wow let's send it there (laughs) yeah that's awesome yeah we need to put it into work all right cool yes another thing to do yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Look, off hey. the re- off the record between me and you, you please you claim that, <laughs> claim that and no, run with it. You don't have to bring no. me up, man. You don't please. Hell it's no. not necessary. We'll like, we'll be the one. I'll be more than happy to share my experience, but okay. you don't have to say you you take. Yeah, take, we'll take give you a testimonial. Take we'll do our testimonial of a Akasha Flicks challenge. Yeah. What if you do like a like a whole um like a giveaway you know like you get a a, a month for oh, yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. i mean we're gonna yeah, for I those mean, that do the akasha flicks challenge and they exactly, enter to win exactly. it exactly yeah we gotta think of something big 
for that as well. Yeah, that's I awesome. I love awesome. it. And and, and yeah. to have the testimonials too, that'll be huge. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Because cool, that man. that's where you could see how your life changes. You know what yes. I mean? Yes. Yes. Yeah, and it's funny too, because man, she's like Joanna all the time. She's like, I thought we didn't watch commercials anymore. Cause you know, like all you see is pharmaceutical ads, man. That's it. That's it. I'm like, how in the fuck don't do take people this if you get this, 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 this and this, we don't this, have cable? This. That's the thing. That this yeah. is like on YouTube something or whatever. It's like it's infiltrating everywhere. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, part of that's like, yeah, man, we gotta and, and it, you know, and it, yeah, it brings you down, man. Seeing yeah. those commercials just brings you down. Then you just get pissy. And that's what he said. He's like, most of the time it's just ads and you're just pissy about them. So why are you watching it? And it's like, yeah, you're right. Yep. Straight up. Our kids, man, they teach us a lot of shit. Man, that is that, man. That's inspiring. That is inspiring. That's what's up. You guys did good, man. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So um, thank you so much for coming on the show and and, yeah, talking to us and everything that you do. And we're really grateful for you. So um, we appreciate you being here. We'll have to have you on again. For sure. Thank y'all. Appreciate it. So let's peace out, guys. Peace. <laughs>